Hi, you're listening to 15 Minutes with Alex, and this is Alex. Are we recording the rehearsal? Mm-hmm. Great. We are. Great. And today, Nick and I have Elisa Albert, the amazing writer on our show. Is it a show? I guess so. And we talk about everything from uh, glistening pussies to conspiracy theories. Hope you enjoy it. Makes me feel sad for the rest. Good, Nick. Indeed. We could say in our chat that we just got into an argument. Yeah. Um, how would you explain that argument? Um. Well, I guess it mostly has to do with boomer women who can't get on, somehow can't work the internet, but they blame me and our website for it and act very entitled and sort of yell at me over the phone while talking over me about how our website and links don't work. And it very much triggers me. I think it reminds me of my mother. And, um, well, and then you, me. yeah, and then I, tell you the story because I'm trying to like just vent like this person says that they got an on-demand class and they only got a live class or vice versa and they can't get find the class and they can't reach the link and then you're like which is true don't waste your time talking to these people you, it's I mean, not worth it like I mean they're worth it as customers but when you recognize that they literally don't know how to do a google search it's just yeah. that there's diminishing returns like if you have to First, educate them about the basic operation of the internet, but like, yeah. you're you're well into an hour of phone conversation before you even get to like yeah, and then they're you, they're just not going to learn. I it. feel like, this weird like it almost the it only al- way you can learn something like that is by doing it over and over. Yes, again. I also get sort of obsessed with figuring out what it is they're doing. So when I finally figured out this woman didn't even know how to go to a website and she was just looking at she was just googling Magu Yoga but not going to the website and looking at what came up in Google. Right. But it's very over the phone. It's hard to know that, and so I get obsessed with. And she thought that the Google results were the yes, way, and she was like, way. "This is what I see," and she was listing it but I was on my own page so I could go over right. with her and I was like that's not what it is but then I'm like wait is there some other website of ours we that roll, I don't know should we role play it and I'll yeah you, yeah. you play how would you want should I play myself how I would respond yes but then let me just or, add yeah. into this that we had just gotten Louie a COVID test downtown which went well and I hadn't eaten and not this none of this is your fault Nick but, and Louie was screaming from her bedroom because now she's quarantined in her bedroom because we think she might have COVID foot <laughs> And screaming, I need that that lemonade. And then, and, and um, and I'm trying to fry a frittata at the same time and pull something out of the board, which is all my fault. I did not organize my time well. I'm admitting. I'm just saying this is where right, I am. Right. And okay. I was peeling the potatoes and trying to help. And yeah. So I feel let's very much responsible yeah. <laughs> for the technical aspects. So what role do you want to play? Well, maybe we should first play. I'll play the crazy person, and you play yourself. And then okay. You but play so, the crazy person and I'll play myself on the film. Okay, that's perfect. But so, <laughs> then, but, then our listeners can vote on who, but who just, has the more rational response. Okay, good. But so just <laughs> so you know, the, I just want to give you some character background is that I, I've since found out she's very wealthy mm-hmm. and she's 76. And she says she was... But, had, which is totally unimportant. But anyway. No. 
The more um, wealthy people are, the less they're likely to spend at your stores, actually. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not saying she's wealthy like we yeah, need to no, pay, right. respect her. I'm saying she's very entitled. Right. Okay. Um, okay, and she's an editor, just so you know, or once right. was one, supposedly. Right. Editing some kind of bobo fucking farm If someone's wealthy, thing, it means that they've got some chip on their shoulder that they are, they're being overcharged. Yeah. And they'll just spend all their time obsessively trying yeah. to get you to give them discounts. That's exactly it's, been my experience. Yeah. Can I use my 10-pack for as credit during this online thing? And I'm like, you are literally a millionaire and you're asking that you want to use your fucking... Because they, think, they think the world is mistreating them. Yeah. And, and the truth is we probably all do want to mistreat them. Yeah, I'd love to I, I put them in my basement and whip them up a little bit <laughs> while slowly siphoning their money. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, oh, hello. Hi. hi mm -hmm. When what is yoga? What's that? I don't, I'm trying to do yoga. Okay, um, what... Are Where? you trying to sign up in a, for a class? Uh, yes, I signed up for a class and I... I yeah. I don't know where I my bananas are on the, the rug. Okay, hold on. So do you have a reservation confirmation in your email? I went to my my brother-in-law showed me an email. That's perfect, Nick. That's totally perfect. My brother-in-law showed me an email. <laughs> that's once. exactly what it. That's exactly right. All right. So now that's, we have. So wait. What, so then, what do you do? How do you? Oh. Oh. Okay. So then, what do um, you? I'm do like. You, okay. Hold on. Um. Let me get on the computer. Are you on your computer now? I'd like I, you to go to. I have a refrigerator. Okay. Um. Can you get on your computer and do go tell me the steps you went through so I can know I, how? I I mash my hands on the the letters. <laughs> Okay, that's good. I can't even do it anymore. Yeah. It's just like, okay, so now, how, now right, it's so our now you're going to play that person. I'm the I'll, person. And I'll play what, how I think. But I just want to have to say, usually the way you handle it is you're very sweet. You then yeah. begin to speak for hours with these yeah. people about trying to discern between yeah. the refrigerator an and the computer. Yeah. It seems like a long time. Yeah, yeah. And you understandably get very upset with, yeah. every, with all of us. And yeah, yeah. It's very frustrating because yeah. and they're and they're taking out on you their frustration of not understanding yeah. the wired world. They're taking out on their yoga teacher. Yeah. And you end up in this crazy situation where instead of doing yoga, yeah. So it's some yeah. The you're one you're having I, arguments like when you were yelling at Louie then back as she was yelling at you, yeah. were you partly doing that so that the woman would see how painful she probably was unconsciously yeah. yeah. Because Louie was calling me from up in the bedroom and while the ed, the supposed editor was on the phone, who supposedly knows the internet so well, um, but can't manage to put a website in, I yelled up to Louie, stop screaming at me! Right. <laughs> Anyways, then I ended up hanging up on the woman. Okay. All right, make a ringing sound. Bring, bring. Hello, Magu Yoga. Wait, who am I again? The woman? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Bring, bring. Hello, Magu Yoga. I don't know what's going on with any of these emails I've gotten from you. Am I supposed to show up in Germantown? Oh, uh, no, we're just doing virtual classes right now. I don't of... understand. I wanted to well, get, I can't put my birth date in Zoom. Wait, um, so because of COVID-19, just to answer your first question, we're not doing... Okay, well, fine. So where do I get the links? I don't have any link here. Ma'am, do you have anyone literate in your household? I've been an editor my entire life, editing things. I don't understand it. It makes no sense to me. You have now entered Google. You have reserved a class. Here is your receipt. I don't know what this means. Ma'am, I'm so sorry. I really want to help you. I want to. Okay, hold on, hold on. Now, 
When I spoke with Tara last week, she, I asked her about your Masterclass A. Um, we, we're currently not working with anyone named Tara, but ma'am, can I suggest, well, go, I don't, go to your local library. They probably I don't, will I can't offer leave. some online classes about general internet literacy. Honey, or no, maybe I've been, no. Okay. If you have someone in your household, uh, someone, uh, who could help you? Someone who's, no, who's my good son is dead. I, I'm not doing it. I, I, I want to take a class. I've done tons of yoga. I want to take a class. I don't know if I'm supposed to show up. I don't know let's do where quick, the class is. Let's do a quick breathing exercise right now. Let's take 10 inhalations <sighs> in and 10 exhalations out. I protested out. for women's rights. Breathing in. That's one. Breathing in. Slow it down. And breathing out. That's two. That feels good. Breathing in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a... Um... Or here's another thing you could do, which is to just pretend that they've dialed the wrong number and that you're like an online sex uh, thing. Like where you're like, what, you, what are you wearing? Right You've now? got the right place. Um, now take off your granny panties and <laughs> gently stroke your outer labia. Yeah. Okay, <sighs> well, I'm drinking a, um, a uh, Bloody She's... Mary. Right. Mm -hmm. Should we see what Elisa Albert has to say about all this? <laughs> yeah, we definitely should. Um, yeah, we're going to call my friend Elisa, an incredible writer. Here's the phone number, Nick. You're the dialer. Okay, you but then that, if you dial it, I won't have to edit out the person's phone numbers you say it to me. Cause oh, good point. If you just put it in, okay. it'll make it a lot more streamlined. We're calling her in Albany, the great... State of Albany. No, Albany's not a state. Okay. Nope. It's a city in mm -hmm. New York. Yep, yes it is. The state of New York. Sick. Mm -hmm. Where they also have computers. Yes, they do. Good okay. ones. Hello. Hi, sweet Elisa Hi. Albert. Hi. Hi, how are you? Can you hear me okay? Perfect. Great. Yeah. You, me? I can perfectly hear you. Nick is also here. He feels like he's going to take a sort of mansplaining backseat today and just let us ladies go for it, unless he has something urgent that his X, Y, I mean, Y chromosome needs to say. Yeah. Hi, Elisa. How you doing? Can you hear him? Uh-oh. Mm-mm. You still there? Something you said, Margaret, just... Uh... Oh, God. Oh, wait. Can you hear us no. now? Oh, Sorry, totally. we, we fucked up. We, could you hear us that whole time? Whole time. Okay. <laughs> we could get a little loose connection here. All right, great. But so I you... was just um, saying hi, Lisa. Hi, Nick. How you doing? Great. I can't remember. Have you and Nick ever met in person? I want to say yeah. Maybe briefly I, when you came to Philly, although we went and I had that so. that drink. Well, you don't drink. I had a drink, and you ate, and I ate. But did you come to we, my house? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. One time, oh, yeah, I and I met your daughter really briefly. Okay. 
but not your son. I think I did meet I have a memory of shaking your hand. Oh. Oh, good. I love your back voice. When, I hope that was a back pleasant when experience. <laughs> I, I really am very fond of handshaking. It's really oh, sad good. we're never going to get to do it again. I know. Back when we could handshake. I know. Do, do you, to get right into it, because you've actually made me think of that, if I know, you know, well, actually, I was going to say I know you're not a soothsayer, but actually you kind of are a soothsayer. Um, do you think that we will never be handshaking again in the mainstream world and we'll have to start little weird covens or communes? No, maybe temporarily, maybe in the short run, maybe a few years, maybe a generation. Oh, my God, a generation? I mean, human beings are nothing if not forgetful. We're mm -hmm. idiots. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. So I think we're going to go back to whatever That's, we've always done. I, I totally agree, and I love hearing that, but I... I wonder, like, I wonder if there's some scientific experiment we could find out how long it takes to forget, you know? I think uh, people who were, like, germ-phobic to begin with are like, woohoo, yes. off the hook forever. Yep. Yes. But um, those of us who live on the edge and just, you know, have our microbiomes constantly engaging with other microbiomes in any way yeah. we can yeah. think of, yeah. just <laughs> licking telephone poles and... <laughs> That's think, me for sure. I don't think of myself as germ folk, but I, I, it has definitely emphasized the issues mm -hmm. that I had before are coming out more strongly. For example, mm -hmm. do you have a dedicated hand towel in oh, your boy. kitchen? No. It, well, there's, there's like a, there's like a couple dish towels always on rotation. Yeah. And I'm sort of responsible for being like, okay, it's been enough days of those. Let's put those in the laundry and get mm -hmm. some fresh ones right. out. And it's really, I thought that's what we do too. Yeah. But there's like various rags and things just spread around the kitchen. And it's suddenly like, I've real, like, cause sometimes you'll grab them. It'll be a nice, clean, dry experience. And sometimes you'll be like, Oh, like now I have chili on my hand that I just washed. Like, <laughs> so wait, you have, is that how you dry your hands with the two hand towels you said, or do you also use paper towel or do you just dry we them have, with those hand towels? Usually with the hand towels, it's like, it's kind of like a, fuck you to the universe when you reach for a paper towel. I mean, oh, there's like totally. a roll of paper towels yeah. always there. And like, sometimes I feel like I'm in a mood where I'm just like, oh, I'm going to dry my hand on a paper towel right now. Like there's no earthly reason yes. I need to, but it's a great luxury. Decadent. But oh, so, I know, totally. it's, really, it's really stupid. I don't, I don't, I have no logic. It's just kind of right. like, same. So I've been, and I get, I get a look from my husband. I feel like he's kind of, right. he just notices. He's like, Oh, drawing your hands on some paper towels. Are you? <laughs> I've been treating okay. myself to a lot of paper towel hand drying lately. And well, now also we're worried that our daughter has what they call COVID toe. We um, just took her. Yeah. We yeah. just took Louie to get but a test. I just, as oh. a quick little note, I've relieved my guilt somewhat because I, I um, compost the paper towels. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Kind of. I'm not sure. We'll see it. Were our family is the same. Like we'll go through periods where we use a, obscene amount of paper towels suddenly yeah. like like we'll suddenly order some because i feel like with pets look i'm sure there's i mean i know there's a hundred you know thousands millions of people much better than i am but for my sensibility which is pure laziness when you have pets and children it is hard to survive without paper towels um mm -hmm. i'd like to be the person who doesn't but then because we're also lazy and have no plan we also go through months and months buying no paper towels yeah. but mm -hmm. i'm a huge fan of the hand towel and i actually buy nice like cotton 
Mm-hmm. You know, he calls them rags, him, but um, I have nice hand towels and dish towels. Well, I don't call them rags. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I call like, them rags. They're the different. There's <laughs> rags and then there's textiles, and textiles eventually turn into rags. Exactly. Like once they've ex- gone through a life cycle. Right. Exactly. So it's a beautiful. So Nick is beautiful. all, you're so true. It's a beautiful life cycle. Um, but so Nick has always been like, is this a clean hand towel or dirty? And I get really irritated because I'm like, it, whatever, you're just washing your hands and, and, um, then drying them. And once in a while I might wipe with a towel along the counter. I I have my own inner system, Mm -hmm. let's say, and Mm -hmm. I don't find them to be dirty or gross, but Nick is like, God, Mm -hmm. yesterday he was like, don't you sometimes just feel so (laughs) gross? You don't know what's on this. And I was like, honestly, I never think twice about it. Well, when we talk, yeah. The COVID your inner toe. system, something will push it over the edge. Like, mm-hmm. you'll, like uh, me too. So it's like, I, oh, it's fine, it's fine. It's a clean dish towel. It's a clean hand towel. Yep. It's like in the, it's the kitchen towel. And then like one thing, like I'll wipe the counter and be like, this is done. Oh, totally, totally. I'll be like now, right away. I, and my our basement stairs are right next to the kitchen, so I just throw it to the top. And I, I personally feel like my system works well because honestly, I'm not sick that often. So how bad could it be? You well, know? we do chronically have pinworms. That's true. Also, I I heard, because I listened to your (laughs) Justin Vivian Bond episode, Um, but hold up one second. Okay, okay, okay. You were also breastfed extensively, I happen to know. Mm. Yes, yes. Namaste to your fucking stellar immune system. And do you want to tell us? Yeah. (laughs) Some of us were not breastfed at all because 1970s physicians Mm -hmm. told our mother that breastfeeding was dirty and for the natives. Yeah, and it was much better to take this pill to make sure that your breast didn't leak. That exactly. I'm so glad you brought the pill up because I was just about to say, because um, I tend to be an interrupter, um, that Nick's mother was offered the pill to dry her breast milk up. Yeah, I got and a bowl. Blah. I got a bowl of oatmeal after one week of breastfeeding. Oh, hot, hot. How's your immune system? I think well, he's a hypochondriac. It's really hard to say. Um, but what? Um, what? Tell tell our friends, our listeners, our massive following, um, rivaling daddy. Da- tell her your daddy's home or whatever. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> um, tell our listeners how you know I was breastfed for all that time. Well, because I met you first because I was looking for Viva. And this was probably 2013 or so. I Mm -hmm. had found Viva's book, The Baby, Mm -hmm. um, really randomly on a friend's bookshelf. And it just really hit home for me. I was working on a novel at the time that has since been published about early motherhood. Congratulations. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you. Um, And The Baby, oh my God, I in love with Viva I was like this bitch knows what's up and that book is really good and I feel I just was like oh this is the book I've been writing cool it's from 1974 yeah something like that and um and it's about it's about your coming into the world and so when I after I read it I was just like I'm so into Viva I gotta like get in touch with her and tell her she's amazing and this book really spoke to me all these years later um and all I could find online at the time I guess I mean it wasn't before Facebook but maybe she wasn't on Facebook yet or but I don't know I found you I found your so I reached out to you and you were like I was like hey sorry this is weird I'm like not a total stalker can you put me in touch with your mom you were like you were like 
good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then uh, did I email both of you and say this this woman wants to talk to you? Something like that. Or no, I could, you just gave me her number or something. I could tell from your note that you weren't crazy, but I also ha and then and I do think my mother's a really great writer. So I was I was you know I'm able to see beyond whatever my yeah. you know weird daughter mother thing is, but I also was like. Um, yeah, I was, you know, I get this kind of like titillated feeling when people who might be in awe of Viva and then I get excited, which she doesn't do that often and she wouldn't do to you, but for her to like get mad at them or scream at them, you know, um, <laughs> yeah, it really turns me on like to see the, the, the full circle for some reason. <laughs> I but think, Alex, yeah. Alex, what yeah. you didn't know at the time is that I am the daughter of a mother much like Viva, not in yes. any aesthetic or cultural way at all, like polar opposite on the surface. Right. But like the deeper dynamics that you describe that I've since heard you describe, like we grew up in a very similar way. Like I think our vagus nerve gets mm. triggered probably in the exact same way. So I am intimately familiar with the dynamics that I think are at play I totally in that relationship. Yeah, I totally feel that. And then I read your book. Then after, then we started talking to each other and became friends. And I read your book, Afterbirth, which I adore and recommend to everybody and was so um, taken with it that I, I made like the classic reader mistake. And I think of myself as an intelligent reader where I really, even though it's fiction, I really like, I couldn't believe that your mother hadn't died, you know, in real life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was like, God, I'm such an idiot. Like, I'm so gullible. That's like the dumbest thing. But I, you know, that you could like, it was so true and real. And the voice was so visceral and potent and like, hit me on such a physical level that I, I truly was like, she's, this is all happened. She's yes. It's like auto fiction, you know, mm -hmm. but it's, mm -hmm. and so then I remember saying to you one time, Oh yeah. And your mother died and you were like, no, my mom's alive. And I was like, Oh right. It's fiction. Yeah. No, I think people forget with fiction sometimes, like it's supposed to feel urgent and real. Like, yes. If you're like, oh, none of this ever happened. This is all bullshit. It's like, that's probably not great fiction. Like, yes. it's, like, I don't know, the rise of autofiction seems like something that kind of came out of this void of, like, you know, true fiction. Like, it, it, it didn't actually happen, but it's fucking true. You know? Totally, like that's, totally. It's supposed to feel that way. And that's what you said to me. And then since then, I would basically, like, make you, whore you out as my, you know, sort of editor for things even though you're so busy and trying to write and sell things I'd be like could you just look at this and give me <laughs> advice <laughs> and um and then there was this one set paragraph of advice you had given me that what is what I credit really jump-starting me to take uh you know I was going to take say take a second stab at my memoir but it's more like take a 56th stab yeah <laughs> and um but i feel like it really helped me to break through to this next level you know your, your class but if That's i could, i wish i i wish i could just like pull up the advice but and say it you know like some people have that in their in their system where they could just like remember the exact wording but it basically was just like have an opinion, be strong, like use your voice. Um, don't <laughs> be scared. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Like just say what you feel, you know? And I was like, okay, but you said it much better than that. We really have to get our shit together. Once uh, the world is back to quote unquote normal, which it never will be again, but whatever the new normal, 
the new abnormal, we really have to get our shit together and do our yoga writing retreat and, and seriously bilk some aspiring creatives out of some hard earned cash. Cause we were, I think, I think we would be a formidable. I really, team. I really want to do it. And we were just sort of looking into places right before COVID hit. And now who the hell knows what the future holds that we might have to, it might have to be our children if it's going to take a generation that are going to do it together. (laughs) If I could quickly put on my my yoga pimp hat, um, you guys could also do it virtually, you know, which I Mm -hmm. think would would lend itself. Of course, it'd be much better to go to some nice Mm -hmm. locale, but... Mm-hmm. And then, and then we could just mail everybody a micro dose of mushrooms at the end. Ooh, that's amazing! <laughs> I think we might have to really do this. Um, yeah, um, we put we put um, you and I. You came to my retreat in Costa Rica, and I someone oh, yeah. had given me that oil that's that's you're meant to put on your pussy that has thc in it and i never put it on my <laughs> pussy for some weird reason i would just put it in my mouth because because oh, no. i didn't believe same, same diff i mean mouth pussy, pussy totally mouth, right? totally but i was just like for some reason i felt like it was going to take much longer to get into the system on the pussy because i felt like i was when someone gave it to me i was like you mean it's for the other person like to lick your pussy and get it off and they were like no for you too and i was like i, I don't know like I didn't know, like, really believe it could go through the pussy membrane and make you high. And so I handed it to you in Costa Rica, and I was like, it's supposed to be for your pussy. I just put it under my tongue. <laughs> and you put it on your fingers. We were standing out on the clay bed in the beautiful sunset, and you just, like, rubbed it all over your pussy. And I was like, oh, you're so sexy. <laughs> I have no memory of that. You don't? All, and then so I, I you don't remember? Means... No, when I laid you it on worked. the clay rocks and then licked it off your pussy? <laughs> It must have been amazing. It was so good. <laughs> I want to do that again. I know. I want to lick your pussy again. That's going to cost extra, folks. <laughs> I, I did not have the courage to try surfing on that trip. I thought I would. I was like, I'm going to learn to surf. And then I like went down there at 7 in the morning and saw like sort of what was going on. I was like, you know what? I am an indoor person. I am I am like a full-fledged 100% Ashkenazi Jew. Like I am going to kill myself if I try this. I'm just going to sit here it's and true. observe. You know, I'm, I'm on the same raft with you. I I always I never I always go out once and it's lovely. The thing is the only part I really like is going out and sitting on the surfboard. I don't like right? catching the waves, <laughs> but it's a lot of oh work. And then also the other problem is I feel slightly nervous to be so far away from shore. Dude, I, yeah. Like I always feel like suddenly there's going to be a weird current that just drags me out to the middle of the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> yeah, like, no shit. Yeah. Like every movie ever made. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I, for me, the ideal situation would just be to tie a rope to the surfboard and let and go out to the nice part, but be able to pull yourself back in with the rope, you know? Yeah, Nick, you and me, I'm with you. Let's right. do it. We'll set up a rope. That's, you and Nick would, would, they, get, would get what's along. What's the name for that new sport? Yeah, what is that? It's called um, a to- surfing attached tethered surf. Well, I once put a... I tether once, surf. Tether I once surf. tied a kite to a boogie board, and I called it boogie kiting. We could take out kites... <laughs> 
We can take out kites with us and fly kites out there, so it looks like. Okay, no, 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 no. (sighs) Maybe a book. Maybe, maybe Nick likes like an issue of the New Yorker. Yeah, we can like we can like have like a Viking funeral for and like let it go out to sea when we're done. I like it. I like it. Nick can boogie board because it's close to the shore. You know. See, I don't have that ocean fear. And when you just said like you're the Ashkenazi Jew that stays in and you're the intellectual, that's always been my worry. Like I'm like. I'm not really a writer because I've never met a writer that was super um, okay. That could surf. Mm-hmm. Basically, <laughs> yeah. And um, and so then I'm like, oh yeah, see, I'm too much in the body, you know. And like, I also feel that if I'm when I did do the last draft of draft of my novel, I basically stopped exercising whatsoever. I had no interest at all. And some my friend of mine would be like, let's do that bar workout, and I'd be like, nope, no way. And I get, and I can't do both. I truly feel like I can't do both. And then COVID happened just as we were about to send out, you know, my proposal. Mm -hmm. And um, I had not exercised for months and months and months. The proposal took so long to do. And then I basically had to, I was ready to retire. I was like, okay, I'm going to sell this book. I know you're going to laugh hysterically because obviously you make that not no money when you sell a book. But I was like, I'm not going to have time to teach anymore. So I'll close the business or hire a manager. I never have to teach again, so I don't have to be in shape. And then all of a sudden now I can't even fucking buy groceries unless I teach these awful classes every day. You I like to, your classes. You have to be on video. And I have to be on video looking good when I had an exercise, yeah, for like a year, literally. You don't have to be looking good, and you would look good no matter what. I mean, <laughs> you're like, sweet. You're like, whatever. And I like your classes. And, like, you're doing a solid to... Mm the world because you have a lot to offer and a lot of knowledge and like i don't want it to like die with you yeah. you know what i mean like, Lisa. like yeah i hear you and that's giving sweet, us but... your knowledge and i don't give a fuck what you look like anyone <sighs> who gives a fuck what you look like is disposable i'm sorry oh, God. it's so hard to like, i mean you know that i talk about that all the time but i just it's very hard to to reject that within your own self I know. nicholas wants I know. to say something oh. I'm sorry. Uh, I just wanted to do a safety sidebar, which is, did you hear about the alligator down in Costa Rica? God. The one alligator? There's like well, an alligator? Well, there's a big one, which I haven't seen. But anyway, I was out there on the surfboard and the surf teacher was like, oh yeah. I was like, what's that over there? And he was like, that's Larry's land. It's up. It's for sale. And I was like, really? And then he's like, yeah, Larry's moving. He was, he used to surf out here every day, but you know, he got attacked by the 15 foot alligator and now he wants to sell his property and leave. And cool. so, just so you know, we, <laughs> you is, and I are not so crazy. Like, people who were literally getting eaten by alligators out there. It in is the true. Ocean. It's fact that the guy did fucking get eaten by an alligator. I, I no, think he survived. Okay. He got bit, like, his legs bitten off. But um, I, when I heard that, I will say, I didn't stop me from going out, but I was definitely... Stop me. <laughs> I was definitely more trepidatious. I was like, and I'm going to paddle into shore now. <laughs> um, mm, but I did... I don't know. I couldn't stop thinking about it. But that, you know, I was supposed to be in Costa Rica just a few weeks ago, and I will say that was... I always felt like it was too good to be true, that situation. And I, and I would always say, we have to make sure to do it next year. I would always say, there's only one last year we're going to be able to do this. Not because I thought there would be COVID, but I did think something. I actually was like, something's going to happen with the earth, a flood. Like, we're not going to be able to go to this location. And there you wow, go. Wow, you're pandemic. a soothsayer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm only a soothsayer for 
not being able to go to Costa Rica and Colin Farrell's dick, you know, which is what I always say. Mm, Colin Farrell's Ooh. dick. You're, you probably don't give yourself enough credit also. Maybe it that's true. Said. You're much more identified with like the moon and the mother and the female, you know, than I am. Well, I have a, I have a fucking wicked intense menstrual cycle. So it has schooled me. Mm-hmm. And you, and so uh, that actually is what I wanted to bring up because, so you wrote this article, you co-wrote this article for the Times, um, if I'm correct, that it was published in the Times. You wrote the article, it was published in the Times, um, about the wellness industry oh, yeah. uh, and sort of focusing on goop, you know, I yeah. would say. And you wasn't what one would think it was. You were basically kind of pushing back on the critique of, of goop and the, and the critical look and fear of, for example, like using a jade egg or I don't know, yeah. what were some of the other things like... Um, well, like just that I, I was working with Jennifer Block, who I revere. She's an amazing peer colleague. Um, she's a journalist. I'm a novelist. Mm -hmm. um, and we sort of like when we put our brains together, it's like a super brain. It's really fun. It's mm -hmm. a, that was the second op-ed we'd written for the Times together. Um, oh, I didn't realize that. She, her work is so she changed my life like okay. I don't know, 12 years ago because I read her book Pushed, which was about like the crisis in modern American maternity care. Okay. Way back. I, that came out in 2007 and um, nobody was talking about birth justice or reproductive mm -hmm. justice as it pertained to birth back then. Like she really, the Ricky Lake documentary kind of followed on, on the heels of that book. And mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Anyway, Oh, I didn't I mean, realize that. I didn't know that that predated yeah, she's, that. Okay. She's, yeah. Well, I mean, some people were. I mean, Robbie sure, Davis, sure. Floyd, and I mean, and Dr. Ina, and, Ina May. Right, right. And Dr. LeBoyan. Yeah. Yeah, LeBoyan. Um, but so Jennifer Block really kind of brought it into like our generation. Mm -hmm. Generation. I, I'm like a baby Gen X. Yeah. Um, right, because you're, so you're, you're right on the cusp, right, sort of? I'm, yeah, I was born in 78, but I'm the youngest by Got a it. lot in okay. my family. So my parents are not boomers. My Got parents it. are like, my parents, my, oh my God, we have to talk about the time that I got my mom and your mom together oh, and yes, we all went yes. out to dinner. Anyway. No, this is good because it's going to bring me to that because I want to get into so, a little bit of the wellness conspiracy stuff, but I want to first well, acknowledge that we both, you maybe more than I, but I also t definitely respect alternative medicine, et cetera. And I had well, two yeah. home births and da, 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 da. So like, so like it, it's really messy, right? Because yeah. like... Okay, and this is also pertaining to COVID because yeah. weirdly enough, uh, many of my like wellness and health gurus, like people whose opinions on these matters I really respect, mm -hmm. you know, in general, um, have suddenly during this time gone bananas mm. and are are like pandemic. Yes, yes, and, thank like, you. So that's yes. Holy shit! So I'm like, whoa. Like, okay, so I, I really want to dig into so this. Much. Yes. Anyway, whatever. Okay, so we... But I want to get back because, to that. I want to get back to that. Yeah, let It's okay. all connected. It's all yes, connected, it's just all like the universe and the body. connected. The universe what? is making it happen. Okay. Um, we're all like people in blindfolds touching a piece of an elephant and trying to describe the animal, aren't we? Yes, we are. <laughs> so Jennifer Block. Jennifer Block okay. is a genius, amazing journalist. Like, her work is so hardcore in okay. depth. Yep. Badass. And I know a little bit book. about her, but I really, I have not read Pushed, which I will. I'm just so, well, I'm so. you don't, I mean, you, I if you, if you would, you already had two home births, so, yeah. you know, you're, yeah. you're good. But so her latest book is called Everything Below the Waist. And, okay. you know, it's just an incredibly 
broad, well-researched, deep look at all kinds of facets of okay. um, specifically like women's healthcare, mm-hmm. from birth control to fertility treatment to hysterectomy. Mm-hmm. To, I mean, Great. she just she just covers a hell of a lot to Amazing. mammograms to yep. like. Um, Badass. So that's what everybody needs to, everybody who like is a woman, loves a woman, came out of a woman, identifies as a woman, parents a woman, Mm -hmm. parents of, like everybody needs that book. Okay. Right now. And what's it called again? Badass. Everything Below. Everything Below the Waist. Okay. Everything Below Um, the Waist. So anyway, we're just like huge mutual fans, me me and Jen, and we hooked up to, I mean, we, you know, we hooked up to, we haven't hooked up. Yeah, um, you haven't fucked. Actually, but um, <laughs> but we have to have to. We just put our brains together and just found that like we have a super brain if we put them together. Amazing. It's really fun. We just can co-write these things in like a Google Doc. I know that's like, so cool because I've never like co-written anything with anyone. Oh, that's not true. Me Nick, either. Nick and I have co-written some stuff. It's really fun. I hope yeah. we'll do many, many more. Yeah. Um, but so we just you know we just always are talking about this tendency in the culture to be like science is awesome and it's yes, like yes. um no 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 no. like science is a tool yeah that can be used in wonderful ways or fucking hideous ways yes and like science as a discipline is not good or bad it's just a methodology of trying to gather information and figure out better ways to do things like so science like science as a thing has not been awesome you know yes for, I t- for humanity I, for women like fucking ridiculous like we can talk about like antibiotics overuse we can talk yes. about dr mengala we can talk about the atom bomb yeah like it's not of course science positive. is used has been yes. weaponized um right is used as a weapon and modern gynecology dr marion sims was a like slave torturer who experimented on women he owned yep. without anesthesia like fucking ridiculous Insane. Like, yes and also history. and then has been completely you know usurped by the pharmaceutical industry etc so it's deeply embedded with like financial gain yeah, and money of so right insane yes so, but then okay so like like the wellness industry mm-hmm. like as i enjoy it mm-hmm. and avail myself of it is like stuff that tries to like maybe avoid going to the doctor mm-hmm. if you can. Like yeah. don't like fucking Definitely. like reiki for a broken bone is obviously not called for. Like right. I don't I'm not gonna like like, you know, say a prayer over my burst appendix. I'm not gonna like insist no. on a home birth. Oh my god. When your sister yeah. was on Girls, yeah. and there was that, and she, her character was, yes. was like, "I'm gonna have a home birth," yes. and it was like, it was like a critically premature yes. <laughs> labor, and she yes. was like, "No, I won't go to the hospital." It was like absurd, like totally. And she, like, she, Gabby actually had mixed feelings about even doing that episode, <laughs> that scene, because Gabby is also a home birther, right? And, you know, and I just want to say, like. I hope people know this who's who are listening, but of course it's great C-sections exist and I'm not, yes. and I totally yes. support anyone's birth choices. I'm not saying that condescendingly, like I never want to seem, and I, there was a long period where I was very like, mm-hmm. you know, um, I would say on my high horse about mm-hmm. home birthing and I'm not. And I think everyone has to do what they want to do. But that said, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna talk about home birth, but we don't judge anyone that doesn't have a home birth. Well, like, and the, the problem is like to pretend that there are not systemic forces yes. conspiring to make 
women in particular sort of deaf, dumb, and blind to their choices is ridiculous. Like, absolutely. It's like a denial of the social sciences probably to be replaced by the so-called logic of the market. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes. So it's like, it's like, I mean, I've been working as a doula for like the past 10 years and like, and like my sort of informal observations, research, call it what you will, like, like where a given person, let's just say people, let's yeah. just stop saying women. Yeah. Um, Cause that's a whole other can of yeah, worms. Totally. Like whatever a given person has been sort of marinated in mm-hmm. whatever personal and familial mythologies have been passed down to that person, like that is going to inform so much of how they're going to go through so their rites of passage. It's like, if you've been raised to be like, your body's disgusting and uncontrollable and scary and vile and smelly and dirty and like birth is horrible and like, it's just like, do whatever the doctors, like, just like, whatever, like, like, you can't just be like, la la la, I'm good. Like, I, I'm harmonious with Right. Yeah, you can't decide that. It's so true. And I would always, I mean, yes, I think the birthing industry is in a perfect crystalline example of how science and medicine has gone awry, which, you know, just reiterating what you're saying. And I, you know, I I tell the story all the time, so it's sort of boring to some people, but when my mother was pregnant with Gabby and I was 10 going on 11, she was 44 and Mm -hmm. she wanted to have a home birth they wouldn't let her and you know so she did have a hospital birth but she was ranting and raving in a good way that it's what (laughs) made me who i am with birthing about the birthing industry you know way ahead Mm -hmm. of her time so this was in the early 80s and she um would come home and just say oh they want me to do this and have a Mm -hmm. you know another ultrasound and and he wouldn't and then when she gave birth to gabby she said the doctor wouldn't let her get in the position she wanted to get to and she brought home that birth without violence by Mm -hmm. le boyan and it and i was obsessed with it as a 10 year old Mm -hmm. and was like right then and there i was like i will have a home birth in the water like i just planned that when i was 10. yeah it's interesting it's it's weird you know to think about that when you're 10 but i guess I don't know what that is, like what that personality type is, but I'm just reiterating that it's true. Like I never questioned it. And Nick always says that he was said that like I was so confident. He was just like, yeah, that's what we're doing, a home birth. He never questioned it either. But we were really going against the grain and we even had some local, we were living just outside of Hudson and in New York, upstate New York. And we... I was at that house. Oh yeah, right. That's so crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because your mom was living there. Yes. Yes. So funny. Yeah. So Gat. So Louis was born. I just called her Gabby, which I do all the time. Louis was born <laughs> up in the little bedroom, and we had these like local sort of this famous gynecologist. These lovely men, but they were older at that time in their seventies, and they would call us. Well, he would call us and say like, "I really want you to rethink this. It's so dangerous to have a home birth." That's so ignorant. I know. It was very upsetting, but at the same time, you know what? I didn't give two shits. I was so confident about it. You know, probably even overly confident because once I did the birth I was fucking floored to death's hole on hell yeah, on my back. I, I mean I did do right. it again but I was a little bit like what that's what it was <laughs> oh my god oh my god it's like that's the other thing that like I remember so many people like like a cousin of a cousin of a cousin or whatever just yeah. being like you're so brave and I'm like no 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 like you don't get it like yeah like nothing scares me more than the idea of walking into an institution as a healthy person same, same. to like try to accomplish a physical 
spiritual same whatever like that's terrible no like, to me great. if i had like, to be transferred that was my biggest hair and the idea of getting in a fucking car while your <laughs> pelvic bones feel like they're being shattered into glass pieces and the universe is being pushed through you in I'd a like, beautiful way i know in a beautiful, beautiful way yeah way. i mean i literally couldn't touch my ass to the toilet seat i had to hang off gabby's shoulders while i shit and vomited and like if anything just touched like the rim of the skin on my outer ass i'd be like oh <laughs> no I also like I like there were a lot of moments like during the process where I was like if anyone had been like honey do you want us to just like take the baby out I'd be like oh yeah 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 like, oh totally the fuck out. oh no like, if any I would definitely Nick doesn't agree with this when I say this but I think there was definitely a point a low point where I was my doula couldn't come and so a different doula showed up and I didn't know who the hell she was I wouldn't recognize her to this day and it turns out she was a hypnobirther which is fine but like I think she was doing I didn't know anything about that at the time and I think she which was doing fine totally which fine, fine. She, she was also, doing she hypnotized me by yeah actually. yeah I got, yeah I got hypnotized <laughs> just watching them and you know Nick was getting a hard-ons the entire oh. time oh my goodness don't see we that's were, a man that is a that is an a1 golden uh, man no but i find i find it charming right. it's adorable yeah, so you guys are very kind no i was i i found it very flattering i was like wow my like crazy labor is giving you a hard but anyways i'm embarrassing him now i can see but um so i'll let that go labor, labor super sexual and that's another thing that makes people uncomfortable about it that whole idea like the way the baby got in is the way the baby's gonna get out right, and right. birth and like i mean i don't i don't i didn't come anywhere close to an orgasm oh but, god like, no yeah i think that's yeah, the other I mean, issue culturally and historically and like societally that we have with birth is that like the idea of a woman like like sitting there in her sweaty fucking like carnal glory grunting yes, and like yes. screaming and like pushing a baby out of the swollen yes, like yes. vibrant juicy sex whole, like like that yeah. just it's like no thank you like, we yeah. <laughs> yeah it's so true I'll have to I'm gonna send you some pictures of our first labor after we do this so you can see Nick he looks amazing he's like wearing the sarong and he's sort of sweaty and laboring with me but just to be um clear yeah for whatever reasons <laughs> that was more towards the early yes, part yes. of not not that the grunting and not to deny what you're saying isn't uh, true but uh, that yeah. was the early part of the labor I feel like where we that's, were kind of like kiss, kissing where I was I Nippleton. was I was generally a little bit more you know on guard and, and a little nervous towards the actual oh yeah yeah birth. oh god yeah. no he was super like at the end at the end you're like oh my god is my partner actually gonna die oh totally like, and I thought, it looks like she might be dying I was I definitely dying I don't want to paint a picture of like Alex like going through <laughs> the ring of fire and, and me masturbating in the corner or something no it was it was very very um sophisticated we went the midwives like go do nipple stim so we went upstairs and nipple stimmed and that turned into mm -hmm. a bit of play time but um but more That's like great. you know we were trying to follow Ina May's you know we not that Ina May was our midwife but she was an Ina May person and we were trying to yeah. do what you know you know when you're sort of doing an act because you know it's good but you're not necessarily it's like you're you're doing the gestures because yeah, you know yeah. it's good but then the gesture turns into reality you know it's good. I mean, it's like the, the sort of the, the slow dancing and the making out, like the loose jaw. Yeah, and the, yeah. And the sort of, like, that's really crucial, too. Like, so like true. if you see women in labor and they're, like, clenching their jaws and they're making those high-pitched noises, it's like, no, 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 like, 
you need to like get low and yeah. open and lose like making out laughing is really good for that whatever yeah oh god so make you see no but i know let, we can move on but i just want to oh. say that talking about it does make me i don't have any interest in a baby but now i do want to do the birth again <laughs> I, know. I love doing I the know. birth. You, get really, you can get really into birth. I have it's like really... a gentle throb in my pussy right now. Me too. And oh, no God. drugs. I know. It's so crazy. Like it actually feels stimulated. Because I do almost, I have never done it, but it feels like I get almost have an orgasm when I'm doing certain core work. There's a oh little, my God, I feel you. I know. There's this little vibratory feeling. Yes, on the anterior face of the pelvis. That's yeah. how I feel whenever you teach, man. Oh. Don't stop teaching. Okay, Don't I won't. Stop. But now Don't I have that stop. feeling Please. just talking to you. Um, okay, so so let's like mm. let's r sort of fold this into what we what I want to talk about. I think you do too. Is that now? I think it's very obvious. You and I are totally like woo woo earthy pussy people. Yet, mm -hmm. yet, I am completely not on the same page as the pandemic people, mm -hmm. and I and I'm shocked and horrified when I see many of the wellness and people yoga teachers who I love on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Posting mm -hmm. these, and what's this weird thing that people are obsessed with posting now about the debt? There hasn't been this many deaths. Like, what's the point? I don't get that. Is because it supports the pandemic thing? <sighs> like, what the I fuck? I think so. I don't know. I, I don't even fucking know. Like, let's not even talk so about Viva's that. So, Viva's totally it's, into that, you know? I know. Well, Viva, Viva, I don't, I, I, I what love is it? Viva. Well, I also, my mom, too. I feel like Viva and Elaine should be, um, like quarantine potting together. They're Let's so different it. on the surface. My mom is like a born again Jew, like uh -huh. hardcore, uh -huh. philo Semitic, Zionist, like mad, intense, um, classical music. Like, so they have nothing in common right, on the surface, no. but they are twin souls. I believe it. Um, so, what, so does your mom believe the pandemic documentary? No, but she also doesn't believe anything she reads or hears. So it's like no matter she'll take issue with anything. Like there's like a strong anti-authoritarian streak mm -hmm. that she's not fully in control of, and yeah. sometimes she's she's accidentally right. Sometimes yeah, she's yes. in incidentally right. I should say. I mean, but and the rest of the time she's basically just like fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you know. And I think I kind of inherited that from her. But I'm on the lookout. Like I'm trying to be like really self-aware. Where I don't think she was yes able to be. So it's like there is something healthy in that. Yeah, like we need Viva. Viva, like. Dude, she was articulating stuff in the baby and in Superstar yeah. about fame. I mean, like she's a mad, insightful, and I, visionary woman. I totally agree, but that's why I find it so maddening to the point where it's hard to speak to her right now because yeah, I agree. But then it's like I'm really sorry, but if someone watches that pandemic documentary, it's really stupid and so obviously it. like. I'm sorry, I'm good. Like, it's not, I'm, you have to have a, I almost want to say you have to have a low IQ to actually get, believe in it, but have to be like my mother has a high IQ, so I don't know. I don't, I don't, I haven't watched it. I'm not going to watch it. I, like, whatever. I haven't I, watched I the whole thing. Say, I only saw parts of it, so, but it's. One thing that, yeah. like, that's stressing me out a little, or, like, yeah. just waking me yeah. out a little, it seems like. What I see and hear a lot of, like, forget mm -hmm. the crazies or the extremes yeah. or whatever, but, like, normal, regular, run-of-the-mill, mm -hmm. middle-of-the-road folks, like, mm -hmm. there's, like, a real lack of understanding of, like, 
the fact of mortality. Yeah. Like, like when we're tearing out our hair, like no one's expendable and I don't want to fucking throw grandma off a cliff and whatever. But the fact that like people get to middle age at this point in human history without ever having experienced loss Mm -hmm. or death is psychotic Mm -hmm. and bizarre and where it's like my 87 year old so-and-so passed away from this horrible Mm -hmm. virus. Mm -hmm. Fuck you, President Trump. It's like, yo, like, I'm really fucking sorry. Like, like a human being is a human being. Like nobody's expendable, but like, yeah, no, I hear you. I feel that that way too. When someone says, yeah, like the 90 year olds, 80 year olds who get COVID and die, they were going to get something like that. Some virus, some pneumonia, so many old people die from pneumonia. I don't think people, people don't seem to like be available to that reality somehow. Like the cause of death is birth, yo. Like I'm super sorry. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, 87 is a fucking amazing lifespan. I'm so sorry. It's I'm not in total, but like, I know I'm in total agreement with that. But wait, Nick, did you want to say something about the, cause I want to say, so I'm where I, well, I, I uh, yeah, I just step away. Um, at least it's because. Miko is banging at the door for he wants to make paper towel um, dumplings. <laughs> we literally, I just gave him a pile of paper towels that he just wants to soak and make. Into his... Anyway, so well, that there... brings us full But so the, yeah. so but, the, so um, the, I, but yeah. the only thing I just want to say, and you guys might have said this while I mm-hmm. stepped away, but um, just that like Viva really is like committed. She's like an oracle for the, for the, uh, dis- you know, for the, the other's opinion, you know, mm-hmm. like, and for, yes. sort of for the, the fringe, the for the fringe opinion. opinion. So she won't, she doesn't necessarily stick to any one. Per- I mean, she yeah. by definition yeah. does not refuses to stick to any it's true. one ideology, but she is always opening the door to other ideologies. Yes. And that's valuable. That is it's very valuable. valuable. And I think that some of what the conspiracy, the COVID conspiracy people, so there's the convergence of the anti-vaxxers are all yeah. part of this with the pandemic and the, and the hashtag say no to Bill Gates. Right. And I feel like there's oh a, my God. there's a, oh my God. yeah. So there's a through line of truth that yes. But meanwhile, like, so it's like, I mean, and, and I, I don't know. Like, yes, I can be like, ugh, crazies, like, leave me alone, whatever. But I, there's, there has to be a sort of a grain in tr- of truth in everything. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And a there grain. is. Yeah, yes. Yeah. A grain. So, I, yeah, know, so I, I think know. the grain of truth is that, like, do you personally believe, I'm asking you for real, um, mm-hmm. Elisa, that Bill Gates has nefarious intentions? I don't necessarily believe that i also haven't looked into it too deeply it it no i mean right. i think i think like i don't he, think he's he some personally he, hero me out no totally bit. he's like, he's I don't know. he's not like in any way my hero nor do i even care about him one way or the other but i do feel like generally he's his ideas that he's trying to help the world by putting a lot of his money into vaccines, right? So now we cannot yeah. get into the vaccine thing really because it would be a whole nother episode. But I can of worms. Can of worms. But that said, I of course, similar to that, I was early having an early home birth, birth in terms of what the you know community around me was believing in. I also yeah. was skeptical yeah. of vaccines, 
that yeah. my, our kids are vaccinated, but I didn't do it on the timeline. And I get that that's frustrating that now there's some states are saying you have to do it on the timeline and do all of them, which are a lot, right? I totally ditto, ditto. don't I, think that's thing. But I'm real. yeah, what were you going to say? Mine too, although, although I did I did get into it with like a couple pediatricians down the line where it was just like, same. yeah, we're going to we're gonna do it, but we're, we're going to do one at a time. Yeah. We don't, yeah. we're not going to do I'm not giving today. the newborn hep B. Right. Like Nick was always like, that's ridiculous, you know, like, so I, and, 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 and I haven't given my 11 year old, the HP, my 11 year old boy, yeah. the HPV vaccine. And we got dumped by the pediatrician for mm, that, even though it's not state mandated. She's like, I'm sorry. Like, and wow. we're like, you know, we're going to, we're going to think about it. We're going to keep thinking about it. Yeah. It's really important. Right. We're not dismissing it. Same. But the like chicken, he was the chicken pox one the was always. Like, yeah. What? We didn't do the chicken pox, but then we I did. Think... Then I did finally, because Louie never got it. And now uh-huh. it would be awful. It's really right. bad to get chicken pox when you're her age. She's 16, right. you know, right. Right. it's like right. super Whereas, like, painful. Like, we, had, we had parties, like my best right. friend and I were like, mm-hmm. yeah, we were like, put together to yeah. both get chicken pox at the same time but you so, know there's also like there's like a crazy it's on youtube and it's like a mm-hmm. it's like a um a mashup of like all these scenes from films and tv from the 50s 60s mm-hmm. um of people being like oh no like sally's got the measles she can't play today mm-hmm. she'll be back at school next week like where it was like Cult, like the measles was just a childhood disease and like most people were fine with it okay you know? yes so this I want to just like slip in right here because this really is I'm really glad we're getting this because I agree with that and I very good friends who are very strong anti-vaxxers and are like no what we have to do is build the immune system and it's important mm-hmm. to have that but this is and this is my problem with the wellness thing and the goop thing is that that's a very privileged position to take. And so you can't rely on building the immune system until the actual conspiracy is is figured out, which is, Nick, what's the real conspiracy, the only conspiracy that's happening? You just said it. Well, I'm not not sure if this is what you're curing me to, but I'm not sure. Well, the only real conspiracy is like, Trickle down. <laughs> economics. Trickle down economics. But I, but well, I like always actually the degradation say, of the earth and the fact yeah. that, like, even if yeah. we eat local, organic, whatever, our soil has been depleted to such a degree that we can't even get the nutrients. But also, what I actually, yeah. what I actually always say is that the 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 greatest hoax ever played in the history of the world is the idea of trickle down economics. That no, I actually think it's yeah. more complex. The answer to what so what, you I, asked. what I'm every, saying is every that every time you say that, I get like a gag reflex. Every time you yeah. just say that that phrase, yeah, because well, it makes you feel I'm so sorry, upset sorry. about things you're well, saying. I, yeah, yeah, me too. So, uh, so what, what my point is is that if you look, you know, from if I turn my head to my left and I pierce down six blocks, there's people who can't fucking make a garden or can't fucking get vitamins or can't fucking get food or get an education at all because the Philadelphia public schools rely, yeah. yeah, exactly, rely on real estate taxes. It's just insane. So, yeah. like, all these people who are posting the pandemic hashtag are like, all you need is sunlight and good food. I'm like, really, <laughs> motherfucker? What you need is like the entire economic system to be rehauled. Yeah. Like, so right. I just am like, yeah, that's the wrong thing to look at is Bill Gates and like the do, vaccine. Like, I will, I'm sorry, but I am gonna, I will do the COVID vaccine. 
I um just you know cause, just because just because you're like god damn it like yeah no because I don't want to do no 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 not because of that because I don't want to I I just don't want to I don't want to fucking get burning lungs sick like I'm 50 Ugh. like like I I need to make I still like bring home the bacon and Nick does too Nick has diabetes too like like <sighs> I don't want to be like the chance that I'm gonna. Sorry, we're, like I go on a minute. Like I'm just, I'll get the fucking vaccine. Like and if I'm fine put with a the chip in us. We're already sharing a lot yeah. of information. Yeah, on yeah, yeah, we don't, we don't need chips. I know that's so I'm gonna stupid. get. I'm like, so curious to know if I'm gonna get like now so many um, Instagram ads for pinworms and, oh, and yeah. diabetes. But I know. but Elisa, um, I just wanted to get back to that thing you said about the kernel of truth and all of these yes. things. What is? Where's that, that music well, coming like, from? It's not coming from me. I'll tell you that. Wait, can I just say though? that like my hesitation with like a yeah. COVID yeah. vaccine yeah. is not that I think Bill Gates is trying to poison us all. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, but the history of medicine and science mm-hmm. as it interacts with the human body mm-hmm. is that sometimes mm-hmm. like new ideas and new medicines and new innovations work out great. And sometimes they are horrific mm-hmm. and they destroy bodies and lives. And it's like, we don't know until later. Yes. Like, yeah. you know, I totally so like, agree. And I, don't, I don't think there's a conspiracy. I think that human fallibility is bigger than everything else. Mm-hmm. And we're a bunch of freaking idiots yeah. who fuck ourselves up on the regular mm-hmm. over and over. We find just new ways, new innovative techniques and technologies with which to fuck ourselves up. Like, yeah. it's just human I history. Do, so it's I like, do agree I don't want that. the vaccine because it's like, Let's just wait ten years and see if it makes your fucking pussy right. fall okay, out. Okay, so but but, <laughs> but like but just like at, like I think I'd be correct in saying like rationalism, the idea of like you know Descartes and the scientific method, and is sort of attempting to regulate that stumbling in the dark that you're describing. Mm-hmm. Right. Making it a little bit more efficient, a little bit, yeah. and hopefully, like ideally, yeah, like not, ideally, not when using, it works, not using the general public as the test, uh, yeah. you know, group for right. everything, and right, like, I, like testing, uh, texting, uh, chemical birth control on impoverished, illiterate women in Puerto Rico mm-hmm. before right. they brought it to the white women on the mainland, like right. yeah, uh, no, and that you. totally, oh, yeah. and and that is what part of the grain of truth that you were saying is about Bill Gates, because I know probably some people listening like wait what about because there was you know he works with this company and they did actually end up spreading polio in the congo through the vaccine but it is because of you know it's very like there's a very particular scientific thing that i can't say but it's like it the thing the polio mutates and then some because of this certain strain of the vaccine it was able to allow this other version of polio to Mm. come out and so I agree. I do believe that nature is smarter than human beings. Like, we know that for a fact. There's just no question about it. Like, we are not as smart as we like to think we are. That I would like to stake my life on. We're just trying to figure it out. We're like... Yeah, no idea, but, but there's so I, much more that we don't know than what we do mm-hmm. know. Yeah, and I'm okay. not I'm not going to go out and be the first in line for the vaccine, but I will say that <laughs> that if if it's in like I might not wait ten years, I yeah, might get it for it. Or or maybe we fucking already had COVID and it doesn't matter. Do you know what I'm uh, saying? Like uh, like I don't know. Like I would definitely be trying to get the antibodies test first before I got the vaccine. You know. I don't know. Let's talk about something else. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to bring back around to that thing you were saying about the kernel of truth and everything. We were talking about conspiracy theories. 
But I also do think, and I'm wondering if you guys, I think you guys would agree with me, yeah. that I, I think that's the most uh, pernicious uh, aspect of Donald Trump, which is like, mm. he, did you, by the way, did you hear my catch my cinema analogy that I said the other, on another podcast? Say it again. I said basically that like, in the last four years, Bernie Sanders has been saying like, if we're in a cinema, he's like, you guys, the cinema's on fire, the exit's over here. <laughs> Right, and the the Democratic establishment has been saying, "No, wait, it's okay. We can get the movie running again." And then Donald right. Trump is like, "Well, actually, but you know, here's some here's some marshmallows for sale that you can roast on the fire." And yeah. the the kernel of truth is like Donald Trump recognizes that there's a fire. You know what I mean? Like that, yeah. that there is like, and that's what's so frustrating about him is like when he says fake news, we all recognize yeah. that there are. There are problems with the corporate media, that, that such a oh, thing God. is a real thing, you know, that it is problematic, that there are, you know, less uh, uh, offices around the world and that they depend on, you know, the, the Pentagon to feed them news about the international scene, blah, 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 blah. Of course, Donald Trump only uses the, that kernel of truth to his own benefit, and, and it's totally the, the logic of the salesperson, mm -hmm. but... I don't know. I don't know. I'm just putting that out there. Yeah, that's also sucks. what I see COVID this, sucks. this, pain, this painful. Birth is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I want some THC pussy oil on the beach in Costa Rica again, ASAP. Agreed. What so else? we have no conclusions, of course, because there aren't any conclusions, but do you, so do you think you'll be going on a book tour for your new book that just got sold, which is very exciting? Thanks. I haven't signed the contract yet, so it's not like official, but okay. it's like pretty exciting. But uh, that'll be like winter 2022, okay. and I don't know. I you know winter 2022. I'm gonna say yes. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I, I like if not, that's fine. If so, that's fine. I don't know. I I have a really uncomfortable relationship with promotion of artistic endeavors. I'm trying to work on it. Yeah, uh, and get better at it. But like. It's a lot of, like, I don't like to be a talking head. Like, we just talked about, like, political issues for the last, you know, 45 minutes, which yeah. is fun. And I like talking to you about anything and everything. But, like, it's so, I always end up, like, in these positions where it's, like, I'm talking about, like, birth politics or, like, women's right. healthcare right. or, like, right. the historical context of, you know, science and medicine being really destructive to human bodies. Yep. And, but, like, like, and I do write about that stuff sometimes, but it's, like, funny, like, I spend 90% of the time you know, at my desk, like immersed in this like craft of fiction. And, yeah. um, uh, maybe I'm just too fucking good at it. So everybody assumes <laughs> I'm just writing like memoir and like, just like, okay, let's talk about your opions. Right. But like, yeah. So like the new novels about, it's a satire about the assisted reproduction industry, which is going to be like, you know, a whole other. I can't wait to, to read it. On. And Amy, and so and like, Amy Winehouse, right. And Amy Winehouse. Right. Yeah. There's like these twin obsessions. So, you know, Will I miss going on a book tour and being like, well, do you really think that IVF is fucked up? Like, I don't know. Just go, go read like all these other books. No, see, this will really show you how much more superficial I am than you. I was, I was so excited to go on a book tour and because I have all these like Rachel Comey shoes that I get for free and clothes Dude. and I never, you know, I just, I'm a fucking yoga teacher and I live in some kind of like skanky old crunchy like... hippie neighborhood. So I wear like no bra and like rubber Birkenstocks with socks all day. And I was like, yes, I'll be 
paid to put these clothes on and I love blabbing around with people, you know, it's my favorite thing ever. I love a little cocktail thing with some cheese and crackers. It's literally my favorite thing. You're right. You're right. That and airports and then going to stay in a motel and and being forced to leave the family. It's the Wait, my dream I coming. I was coming along. <laughs> so I was you all, are, all I was doing was dream about it. And then I said I said to my agent, like, you know, we better get this going, you know, something might happen, a financial collapse. And she was like, Don't worry, don't worry. And then I called her like the day everybody went home in New York and I was like, Yep, told you a fucking pandemic. That's it for me. It was oh, too know. good to be true. Rachel Comey is the only <laughs> good reason to, like, go put yourself out there and, like, pour yourself around. But then yeah. there is, like, a whole sort of subclass in the literary world yeah. of, like, like I call them, like, the bougie housewife novelists, yeah. where yeah. it's just, like, it's just, like, you know, wealthy women who, like, have <laughs> the luxury of, you know, writing, uh, you know, sort of... Uh, eminently likable novels about, right. you know, uh, that's me. righteous that's me. historical <laughs> figure or like an adorable neighborhood yes. conundrum. Or yes, like yes. A, can, you ghost, can you ghost write, can you yeah. ghost write some of those for us and we'll, yeah. we'll go on the book tours? Fuck for... no. <laughs> oh my God. You know, much, you know how much I would charge you to ghost? You know how much fucking work it is? How much would, would you charge to ghost write? a million dollars. A million? I, I, like, that's how I, I, that's exactly the number I would charge for to do a private <laughs> now. No. A mil- Oh my God! I see. My fantasy is <laughs> private with you. I need. It's I need a million like dollars. It's a million I dollars. <laughs> if I were Annie Leibovitz, I could do it. No, I'm actually truly not kidding. I would say that my amount that I would feel like very happy to do a private is fifty thousand dollars. Fuck you. <laughs> Um, what if we? What if we? What if we get? It doesn't have to be Costa Rica. What if we go to some like loft somewhere? We wear all our Rachel Comey outfits like all at once, like refugee style, where it's like we might never go home again, so we have to wear yeah. like fifteen layers. Yeah, I and, will... like have a pair of shoes on a shoelace around the neck, and like just like wear everything that we can carry, and and then do a private. I would uh, give. If I get room and board, I'll help carry the clothes. <laughs> I would give you a private because you helped me so much. And I would probably enjoy it while I was doing it. But even the thought of getting dressed up with you and having a good time, which sounds incredible and that's a dream come true, and then having to teach a private, I can't describe what it does. It's like my insides wiggle down and I feel this deep up thud like, dread in my like stomach. It's like when Nick says trickle down economics. Yes, yes. That's how I feel um, about private. But here's, here's my setup at home. Okay? Yeah, so like yeah. the master bedroom in my awesome <laughs> house in Albany that yeah. is like so awesome because it's a house in Albany that like it's like you can have a house here that you know yeah. roughly equates to a one bedroom basement apartment in a shitty neighborhood in Brooklyn like facing a wall. Yes. Uh, I feel like I know the house but which I know is ridiculous since I already said this but from reading after birth but I, I, I feel you, like I want you to come over so bad but so the master bedroom is kind of like this like it's it's like a, there's like an alcove where the bed is and then there's this huge I keep the whole it's like my room like mm-hmm. my husband's allowed to come in at night and like yeah. go to bed but like it's, it's like the lair yeah and like it's like yoga mat there's a the whole room is kind of empty yeah um, and I like I just like lay down my mat and like my closet's right there so it's like we would basically have like some wee gummies yeah. our mats mm. would just be down there'd be music playing we would just and like all we would do all day is like try on clothes, yeah, swan around. Like we wouldn't yeah. leave this room. And then like when the spirit moved us organically, we would get down on our mats like as as 
move. Okay, I like so, that. Not, I know. like that a lot to just get down and on just the like, mat and, and just like roll around on the floor. And like, I'll you know do, do your it, thing. It, it I actually, would be fine. Oh, I love that. I'll do that for free. It works better virtually because you don't actually have to have the students there. You guys could create that whole setup just for the two You're of right. you. I know. And then well, just and then just set up some cameras and just forget <laughs> about that the cameras are even there. Yeah. I like and it. And charge people like a, a fee to then you know observe exactly oh that's i think we're on to something and i but think this is yeah. so much about comey is like the textiles mm -hmm. and you can't feel the textiles. i know the her know. textiles are so good her nose is going to be itching if that's what people say now oh maybe so, rachel will, will um ooh. you guys could be uh you guys could take on it what do they call that a, a sponsor oh my god remember so i'm old enough that i got to go to these scratch and sniff movies that John Water made, you know, that with, no. with, yes, yes. My mother took me and I always remember, and you scratch and sniff a fart, you know? So, so no. that, yeah, yeah, it was incredible. Um, I forgot <laughs> which John Waters movie it was with. It was, um, but, um, and dog shit. Oh my God, it was so good. Um, so we could do something like where you and I are virtually getting mildly high and moving around and trying on Rachel Comey clothes. And then Rachel Comey sends little swaths of fabric to whoever signed right. up and they get to touch like and samples. rub the fabric yeah. and so rub their faces. Yeah. They get a kit. Yeah. They get a kit in the mail when they joined where they yes. get some fabrics. They're doing, yeah. They, yeah. Maybe they even get a pair of shoes. Who knows? Yeah. They're, they're, they're going to be different, uh, you yes. know, levels. Dude, is Rachel Comey going to make it through this? Because I noticed there's a lot of emails saying, hey, there's yeah. like a new sale. Hey, I don't know. Sale. I think it's really stressful. I'm going to have, I'm going to try to call her, but um, she's, you know, she's so great. Like, I mean, just as a person, she's such a, like, she's a true workhorse, you know, but also just a lovely, generous, kind person. But wow. I think it's been very, very stressful because she actually is like a really wonderful employer too, you know, and mm. pays really fair wages and is very like good about um, hiring diverse and groups so, and, and sourcing her materials. Yeah, and sourcing her materials and and um, well, the girls in the shops are hot. I can say that. Oh much. my God! There, yes, and she has such good taste with, and it's not like your typical hot girls, right? Uh, I, I want that job. I want to be like a Rachel Comey shop girl. Oh my so God! Bad. You so could do that, and then uh, oh my God! I know. Maybe you could just that's, get a that's, desk that's, that in makes the my store. Pussy tingle. Oh. Or desk in the store. Dude, that's the other thing. There's, this, <laughs> there's a writer I feel like is sort of my, my, like, my like nemesis, which is absurd because this writer doesn't give a fuck whether I live or die. Who, who, but, who? but I'm not telling you oh, ever. Oh, God. But, but Comey fucking sponsors her and sells, uh, sends her clothes. And oh, I, I think, so I, I, think I might know who you're talking about. So I'm going to text you after. And I even, I even, my first Comey dress that I ever bought in like 20. 13 yeah. and I was like a revelation it was like this a-line like empire mm. denim like mm. like it was like what is this yeah I wore Here it, it is, for guys. like three years straight yeah you guys go spend the month of uh July in the Rachel Comey store like what's her Empty. like yes. yeah and it'll just have cameras yeah and all the clothes and and mushrooms and gummies and uh, some vino. Oh my god! Don't don't get my hopes up. It's That's I love that idea, Nick. We should talk to Rachel about this. Like I'm gonna, in residence, it's performance art. Alex. Yes. Yeah. Wait, it's I'm actually think art. this could be good for all of us. Wait, what were you gonna say finally Wait, about well, the I, denim I, dress? I wore I wore that dress when I was on book tour for Afterbirth, and the, the Guardian did like a huge photo shoot, like mm, in my I think I've seen in that. my apartment and I was wearing that and I even took the step because I'm such a sycophantic mm -hmm. wannabe mm -hmm. cunt rag 
I took the step of emailing the link to that to like the Comey offices to be like, hey, just I'm such a big fan of your clothes. Like, <laughs> hey, and like I'm wearing your dress in this Guardian piece. And like, and I thought they would be like, amazing. We'll like welcome you into our fold. And now you're one of us. And they were like, great to know. They, they, they wrote back like six weeks later. They were like, always great to see one of our dresses. Like, oh my God. You. <laughs> That's so funny. Wait, I'm going to make sure she listens to this episode. She's going to love it. But I really think that. I don't, I don't need anything from, I know, I know. from she... you, Rachel Comey. I, oh. you know what? Your clothes are enough. I love your clothes. Thank you for the joy that you've brought me and the joy you've brought so many others who get to witness me in your clothes. That is so sweet. Rachel's <laughs> going to love that. And Rachel and and Rachel just, you know, Elisa actually buys your stuff and doesn't ever try to get discounts. For example, she bought the coat that I modeled. I just remember one of the things that we swore. We, what? We, we said oh, you're right. Promote you're uh, right. products. I'm the sorry. Product. No, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not promote. It's like, it's like artistic appreciation. Totally, it's like totally, fellow totally. artists. Um, no, I'm but it is truly funny it. because the last episode I was like, and I won't say the name of the podcast that I listen to because we don't promote anything. And now the whole second half is a Rachel Comey commercial. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just appreciation. It's, it's rightful true. appreciation that she's an artiste. So nobody, before we, nobody does it. Better. I agree. I have, I'm in full agreement. And before we go, nobody do you have? Does does it better. Better. Makes me feel sad for the rest. Good, Nick. Indeed. Baby, baby. Wait, can we can we get on the same? Can we get on the same? Uh, no, don't say wait, that. Are we out of key? Are you saying I'm out of key? You know that's what that's Every what. Time baby, I sing. you're the best. Viv says that at the oh, end. Oh, she oh, says, oh, "Now oh. I don't know a key," and I said, oh, "Nick oh. and I don't even know what keys are." Oh, oh. Um, you just know it's like it's like Jimmy Carter said about pornography. You just know it when you see it. It's true. You know it when you hear it. Yeah, that's true. Listen, mm-hmm. listen. Before we go, any um, sex advice? Sex advice? Mm-hmm. Um, it should feel good. Good. Um, yes. Also, also, <laughs> also. Um, if you don't know the singer Genya Raven, okay, G E N Y A R A V A N. Sorry for down. another plug. Uh-huh. She is. She's the viva of the music industry. Okay. In 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 many ways. Um, and I revere her. I cannot stop listening to her. If you put on a lot of her music, it would probably be Ooh. great for getting in the mood. Ooh, to, great. I'm, I'm uh, diddling my nipples while you're saying and that. also, <laughs> she happens to live in Kingston, New York now. Oh, like my God. That's here. so crazy. So so I've, I've been stalking her a little bit. You have? Fucking badass, yeah. Oh, I can't wait to maybe, listen. Maybe, maybe when we're all old and dead... Like there will be some kind of heaven where I can like this is what I think about. I can mm-hmm. just gather, like like Comey can be over there making clothes, like Viva, Genya, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like Well, this you know, is a theory of mine. One of I, my theories is that we're gonna go you can back come, Nick. to Nick, thank yeah. You, thank you. I also and, want I, to just and I think you would like my husband. I think we could double date successfully. Yeah. My husband sure. is my husband is the soul of goodness. He's he's such a He's a straight arrow. I'm and sold. Like, uh, he's 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 a beautiful person. Like I'm anyone sold. who doesn't like him is a monster. Send I me I some love pictures. him. Let's Send see Jimmy. Let's see okay. his dick. Um, You're no, on no, my Instagram. That's not necessary. I want Instagram. I want to oh, see yeah. his dick. I, is he, does he make appearances on your Instagram? Yeah, I try not to. See, here's my thing. Um, I try. I, I'm because of the, the Same. Jewish upbringing. Uh, I try not to. Uh, parade my blessings mm-hmm. too Same. often because Sir. I believe in the evil eye yeah. and I'm yeah. terrified that if I like 
freely show the world mm-hmm. all of the beauties that uh, I'm privileged to live amongst like that it will be snatched away and will I be. will turn into some kind of job like figure like doomed to wander the world so just private yeah. pri- I think that you're absolutely right and I feel the same way but I but I also say send me a private dick pic of your husband's uh, <sighs> see that makes me happy Nick too. doesn't want he, he would do never he would never <laughs> let me even take a dick pic of him he sneak would it when he's him. sleeping just pull Alex has broken up a lot <laughs> of couples so just be careful <laughs> well you know what I'll shine the flashlight in his anus to see if there's any pinworms yeah um, yeah wait I was going to say something else too I know I, I know forgot. oh oh but my hatred of my enemies and my desire for them to envy me is sometimes greater than my fear of the evil eye so mm, it's a constant same. balance you know really you true know. that's well put that's a perfect that's a perfect place to end um namaste n- you namaste. know what ah so grateful and um i could know, talk to you forever i could too because i i still was about to say my theory about that we're going to end up doing communes you know that they'll be the mainstream germaphobes you know Dude, and then we'll go back to that. the 60s 70s communes which are hellish Why, in and of themselves you know where but, when and where? I don't know. Wait. I think it's going to take, like you say, the next 10 years. But I do believe it's going to go back. We, But, you know, who knows? Maybe a commune. I often wonder if a commune's more hellish than fucking... Well, I think you there's, guys... There's no successful uh, example. I know. I know. You guys should definitely at least do one sleepover night at the Rachel Comey store. Okay. Let's get that going. I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to text Rachel right away. Yeah, Love okay. You. Love you so mwah. much. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Mwah. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Good luck. Namaste. Namaste. Well, that was a long episode. If you liked it and you want to become a patron, head over to patreon.com where our podcast lives. And if you become a patron, you can pay anything you want for a monthly subscription. And once you do that, All of the episodes are unlocked and you get to enjoy a plethora of lovely entertainment for your listening pleasure. See you next time.